Hello and welcome to another episode of Mike's Open Journal. Uh, I think we're episode five now. This one is going to be slightly different, so we're not massively mental health related this time. Last night I went to NXT Bournemouth and it was an amazing show and I just couldn't help myself but come back and do a little bit of a podcast session. So... As a, I guess as a teenager, uh, I followed a little bit of WWF uh, or WWE as it is now, and I reckon probably around the time I sort of left school, went to college, I was probably into it, watching bits here and there um, and following stuff with regards to information and storylines, but definitely dropped off around the time I went to uni, which I think was probably just post Attitude Era. Uh, Then in the last couple of years, I've started watching mainly highlight shows. I just don't have the time, the attention span or the interest to really watch a lot more than that. For the major pay-per-views, I'll catch those online and probably not watch all of the show, probably just watching one or two matches mainly and try to keep up with the WrestleManias, so they're probably the only show that I'm watching all the way through. I have for the last, ooh, I'd say maybe, is it three years? I'm not sure, maybe it's longer, it can't be longer, surely it's not longer. I reckon maybe for about three years, I've listened to different sorts of podcasts and online content, around wrestling but the one that I've really tuned into the most is the Steel Cage podcast so that's really the source for all of my wrestling information gossip and reviews and in truth I probably spend more time listening to that than I actually do watching any wrestling but last night was absolutely amazing at NXT Bournemouth it was my first uh, major wrestling event to go along to I've been to a few local events across the south coast of England to varying degrees of interest, intensity and watchability, I guess. But last night was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, it was just, it's a great venue at Bournemouth at the uh, BIC where there's a fairly, I would say, a fairly smallish crowd for what is always uh, major events, whether they are entertainment, uh, music, comedy, whatever's going on there. So absolutely great show, great arena. Um, you get to be really close, which is awesome. I think I'd say throughout the show, the atmosphere was pretty decent with all the crowd, lots of cheering and chanting. A couple of matches maybe felt a little bit quiet. And I think that was possibly where uh, some of the newer guys were being pushed or given matches where there was maybe a little bit less interest or a little bit less knowledge of who those guys were. Uh, The show started off with quite a few things being shown up on the screen. That's quite interesting just to see the the way they put the whole show and the event together. Um, It was weird to see a clip of Camp WWE with the swearing bleeped out. That just seemed a bit strange to me because... I feel like half of the reason you're watching it is for the swearing. But anyway, uh, the first matchup was No Way Jose. No Way Jose. No Way Jose. Matched up against some other dude. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, no Way Jose looked really good. Um, actually, a character I've not really heard or seen a lot about. 
um, other than the fact he's just got kind of a chant. So it was interesting to see that match up uh, and see his character play out. The I think the next match was a women's tag match with Bailey, who I have to say I popped massively for. Um, just seeing her entrance, seeing her come out uh, was really great. It was also good to see Nia Jax, who I have to say is uh, a lot leaner than she looks on TV. Um, she looked in great shape. Uh, it was just a really entertaining uh, women's tag match. Crowd were really into it. Big time for uh, all of the women involved, but yeah, especially for Bailey. Uh, and just thinking, running through, uh, there was a. Uh, I can't remember there was a Ty Dillinger match which I think I'd have said was fairly quiet um, little, little bits of interest as we went along and then uh, for me the main event um, as you heard in the entrance there Sinsuke Nakamura um, coming in to face Bobby Roode uh, Nakamura was absolutely amazing just um, cheered our hearts out all the way through the match Great entrance, uh, solid match, really good performance. Just absolutely privileged to have been there to see Nakamura in a match. Uh, just incredible. Uh, it's one of those things where you think you've seen a great match and it's part of a great atmosphere as well where everyone's really into it. Uh, just, yeah, an amazing, an amazing experience to be there for that. I think after Nakamura they had a brief interval um, so that was cool. Got a chance to to run down to ringside and take a couple of photos. Um, I think it was around this sort of time as well. I thought I noticed um, Billy from the Steel Cage podcast. So I sent him across a tweet uh, to see if he was at the event uh, and was fortunate enough to be able to pop down and have a brief chat with him. Uh, I think it was just towards the end of the interval. It was really cool to hear. Um, what he thought about some of the matchups and what he was thinking about with regards to the whole WWE setup at the moment and the future draft uh, and what some of those plans may be. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the next episode of Day Sheets, um, which hopefully is coming soon. He said he might be recording something over the weekend, so I look forward to hearing that. I was also really fortunate with the fact that um, Billy had a spare seat next to him, which I was able to nab for the final match. Um, so I did drop down there to see the Ballad Joe match at the end. So it was awesome to be uh, front row for that um, and just see two major uh, headliners uh, be front row for that. Even got a high five from Finn Balor at the end of his matchup as well. I think some of the other matchups that were in there in the second half. Uh, American Alpha against the Revival. Not a big Revival fan, I have to admit. American Alpha looked awesome, uh, in great shape, and just reminded me that uh, although I'm watching, in theory, a developmental event, actually a lot of these guys are world-class and are very soon going to be heading up to the main roster. Um, so it very much did feel like potentially the last chance to see some of these guys on a tour, like an NXT tour. Uh, 
then there was a women's title match where we had Oscar versus uh, I think she was against Peyton Royce. Again, a decent match. Um, yeah, I love Bailey, so I was more interested in the tag match, if I'm honest, than the title match. Again, great entrances. And one of those things when, for me, having not been to, to a major event before, um, just great to be there and live and see the entrances. When I think of the 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 Banner Club image up on the main screen and being in the front row, that was pretty awesome. Seeing the guys come down to the ring. Um, oh, and just the Nakamura, you know. Oh, Nakamura entrance is amazing. Um, it was just a great event. Like I say, I've been to some small local events um which i wouldn't call indie uh just they were small local events and um this was just great to go along like i say to be part of to be part of a great show um to also see so many other people that have come along um to to watch and really be able to get into something to be able to cheer and chant along um with everyone else really felt pretty cool it's the first time i think I've really been to an event and sort of felt part of it in that way, which also I guess tied into the fact that the Wi-Fi at the event was awesome. Um, so being able to see some of the tweets that were going out um, through the night, particularly during the interval, uh, briefly before and after the event as well, was pretty cool. Um, all in all, just an absolutely amazing night, and. I would seriously consider, I oh, not seriously consider, I would go to another event. I would go to another NXT event. Uh, I'm still not massively sold on a WWE full roster event just because I think they're, they're more expensive. They're mainly at bigger venues where you're not going to be as close. Uh, and I just think somewhere like um, the Bick at Bournemouth is it's just a great venue for a lot of things, I've been there for, for music events before uh, and your closeness to to the stage or to the ring is really good. I was in a uh, like a front row balcony seat. So you are like, you have a little bit of foot room and you've got the rest in front of you. Um, and being on uh, tiered seating means you've got a good view down to the ring. You're not that far away. In my view, I was in the second best location uh, if you can't afford or can't get front row seats um, the next best row for me would have been where I was so it was great to be able to to have those seats but also to be able to jump down and and be on the front row um, thanks to Billy's spare seat for that main event with Finn versus Samoa Joe bit of a cheap finish with a DQ but Still great to be there. And like I say, for me, the matches were great. But um, yeah, I think I, I probably popped more for, for some of the entrances. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this has been a very non-descriptive, non-informative podcast. It's just more about me going, oh my God, that was so amazing. I haven't even mentioned the fact that I was there along with everybody out else shouting Kinsasha as Sinchke went for that finishing move so yeah that was pretty awesome 
I'm I'm actually pretty impressed that I think this is going to be a very short podcast in relation to some of the others, so I've done pretty well there. Uh, I think for me, it's also about being able to to drop a line sometimes on the podcast when something pretty cool happens, or I'm involved, or go along to, or see something, and I'm able to have have a, a brief chat about that whether it's on here, whether it's posting a, a blog online. So it's not, I don't know, I guess it makes it a little bit more well-rounded so you get a bit of an insight into some of the other stuff I've got an interest in. Also opens up some of the other conversations um, that may be available. And I think some of the people that I've spoken to, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but there does seem to be a bit of a crossover with regards to, to things like um, wrestling where actually people that maybe have issues around um, anxiety and depression sometimes key into um, those I don't know I guess it's like that crossover between sports and storylines um, it's something different it's kind of a bit of an escapism but it also has the, the action that you don't necessarily get with a soap um, so I don't, I don't know if there's a tie in there, but I think it's a, another great way to, to get an insight into some of the things that bring us a positive reaction to our lives rather than some of some of the negative things that we focus on all too often. So, yeah, I mean, I just had a, I just had a great time at the event. I would definitely go along to, to another one and I would fully recommend it uh, to everyone listening. Well, Maybe I don't recommend it too much because I don't want to struggle to be getting tickets and I don't want the prices to go up. So just be interested, people, but but don't be buying my tickets. Uh, I did say I was going to post uh, another podcast, which I will probably do tomorrow, um, around a little bit more around suicide. Uh, so I will touch on that in the next podcast. But I just had to leave a quick one to... to just buzz out i've not really told you anything like i said but just sat here and spoke about how amazing it was um and how awesome nakamura was and still is king of strong star so thank you very much for listening to this very much non-mental health related podcast and i guess remember we are nxt Shinsuke Nakamura. You know I'm a fanboy. Can you believe? Can you believe it? I just did a whole wrestling podcast. And didn't mention Lucha Underground once. Lucha Underground. It's the programme I most look forward to each week. It's the programme that is the best. I mean, it doesn't have the history of WWE. 
it doesn't have the characters that I know as well as NXT, but Lucha Underground is the place to be. It's amazing. I might have to do another wrestling podcast just to talk about Lucha. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening.